Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Imam Ali conference. In this section, we're going to be looking at the career of a footballer. So I'm joined by Ali Al Hamadi, Sen Ali, and Ali Haider. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum. Ali, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and then we'll hear from the rest of you? In Misan, that's where my family's from. And yeah, I moved to Liverpool when I was about, uh, I'd say, a year, just turning a year old. So I was very, very young. Um, and yeah, I've represented Iraq and still do that. Um, I've represented them at, at youth level and now at first team level as well. So yeah, that's that's my footballing career so far. Um, I'm at Wimbledon right now and hopefully yeah, in the future, if it all goes well, hopefully make a move back up to, to maybe a championship or Premier League club, inshallah. Inshallah. And uh, Yeah, as you know, or as you said now, my name is Hussein Ali. I'm 20 years old. Uh, I was born in uh, a city in Sweden called Malmo. Uh, I played also in a club called uh, Malmo uh, almost all my life until I was uh, 17. And then uh, when I was 17, I moved uh, up north a little bit in Sweden to a team called Erebro. Uh, where we also played in uh, the super highest league in Sweden. And then after three years there, uh, I moved to uh, the Netherlands and the team called Herenfen. So the... And last but not least, Ali Haider. Um, firstly, thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Ali Haider. Um, I play for Stoke City. Um, I'm a winger. I've been at the club since under-13s. Um, other than that, I played Sunday League. Um, I was born in Iraq, Najaf. Then I moved to Sweden when I was about two. Um, I played for Sweden at youth level. Um, and then we back to, went back to Iraq. And then we moved to, to the UK at the age of about 10. Um, and then I played Sunday League and I got picked up from, from Stoke City at the age of 13. And I stayed ever since. Um, so, well, guys, I know each and every one of you guys in a very personal level. We're friends. I've been to your houses. We've spent time together, etc. And one thing that's really struck uh, struck me or really stood out for me is, mashallah, how religious each of you guys are in terms of um, always praying the salah on time, reading Quran, doing amal. I know, for example, Al Haider comes to London to go to majalis, etc. I want to talk about that side of uh, of life as a footballer, being a Shi'i, what it means to uh, to be a Shi'i as a footballer. But I also want to teach the, the people watching back home, what's it like being a footballer? Because there are a lot of things about being a footballer that fans have no idea about. So let's start with that and then we'll look at the Shi'i uh, element to it. So, um, Al Hamadi, what would you like fans to know about the difficulties of being a footballer? Um, I think from the outside, obviously, to no fault of, of fans, but they don't see the reality of um, of a footballer sometimes. So all they see is on a Saturday or, or a Sunday, the match day, and the fans, obviously, that, that's all they see. Maybe the glamour of scoring a goal or winning a game, but they maybe don't see the sacrifice behind that. Um, for me speaking personally, again, that, that's moving away from home at um, 15 years old, living away from my family, you know, sacrifice and see my little sister grow up, my little brother grow up, sacrificing my family life, my friends from back home, 
um, to go pursue a career in football because uh, another thing that maybe uh, fans and especially I'd say Muslim football fans don't realise because I, I feel like in this country um, where I live in the UK, um, the English, no, I'd say English people are more um, aware of, of those difficulties, whereas I think Arabs and Muslims, because maybe we haven't ha- have as many athletes, Muslim athletes, they're not exposed to that type of um, of difficulty. So, yeah, it's you know it's it's the early mornings, like like everyone knows. It's you know staying after training every day, working on your craft. It's rejection. It's getting told you're not good enough by coaches, by fans. You know, reading social media, people um, send you maybe negative messages. Um, so. There's, there's a lot that goes behind that and especially to make it at the top level so for for example Premier League football I think that, I'm not sure exactly what the statistic is but it's something like 0.01% of of young footballers make it to the Premier League um, from academy level so they're already within the academy system and there's still such a low level chance of playing in the Premier League um, so it's a really really pressurised environment uh, really ruthless environment and Again, I think uh, when we talk maybe a bit later how it ties into into our faith and religion, um, sometimes the only way to to deal with that is 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 with religion. Um, otherwise, you do end up turning. You know, you see people turn into alcohol, drugs, um, you know, clubbing, all, all that sort of stuff. Which, again, in in the UK, it's, you're so exposed to as a young as a young um, athlete. So, um, yeah, that's me speaking from personal you know, experience and, and being around it for, for nearly, you know, I'd say six years. That's the things that I've, I've faced. Hassan, you've obviously you've grown up in a different environment. You're back in Sweden. Uh, can you talk us a little bit about the challenges of that? How is it similar to Ali? Are there elements that are unique to Sweden? What, what's it been like for you? I would say, like, uh, almost everything that uh, Ali is saying, I'm... I'm with him on that. It's like uh, the same thing if when you're a young footballer and you see your friends going out or you see your friends outside the football going out, doing this and that, and you know that this is not uh, the way for you. You don't want to live... Uh, uh, people nowadays often outside football live the life of like, you know, Monday to Friday and then Saturday and Sunday they have their day off. But it's not like this. When you're playing football, you have to sacrifice uh, a lot and... It's also about the the days where uh, you're told that you're maybe not good enough, the days where it's not going as you want, uh, but still going, still having faith, uh, both in uh, in the religious perspective because that that will hold you strong, and then also, but in uh, in having faith in yourself and believing in that you could reach the top even though everybody's against you. And uh, say from Ali Haidar. Ali, obviously yeah. you're a bit early in your career, but can you talk us through like what, what what's it been like being at Stoke? Yeah, I, I can I can hundred percent relate to the to the last that what what they mentioned. Um it's a very it's it's the hardest job in the world. And I think everyone can agree with that. And I think it's very demanding. I think the pressure is is unreal and sometimes it's quite scary. That's why a lot of people um they struggle with their mental health. Um you know, especially footballers, because there's pressure that uh, in training and in games, you know, if, if, if you don't perform well, you're getting hammered on, on Twitter, on Instagram, whatever, and 
Likewise, if you play well, you're getting all the praises. So it's um it's it's a sport that's full of ups and downs. And um and I think people need to need to recognise that and and realise that from early. But again, not everyone's a footballer, so but we try to to make things relatable and stuff like that, but it's um it's difficult. It's interesting because like all of you guys touched on a different element, but you've all shared similar experiences. One thing you guys had in common is that you talked about like faith being a central part of how you cope with, with the difficulties. Um, what, what do you, what do you, can you expand on that? What do you mean when you talk about like faith being a key part of like dealing with the pressures? I mean, what, what do you mean by that? Yeah, I, I'm, again, I moved away from home when I was young. So um, I've always been raised in a, um, since I was a young kid in a Shia Muslim uh, family and environment so that's all I ever knew growing up um, and when I moved away from home actually I actually took a step back from from religion in itself um, to, to for myself because it was um, I think nowadays as uh, society's progressing and stuff a lot of people are starting to let maybe kids make their own decisions on what faith they want to pursue and um, or letting the kids uh, explore, um, and I think it's about doing that in a way that's not going to put too much pressure on on the kid to to be a Muslim. They want that it has to be introduced in a, in a way that allows the child or, or the kid to grow and 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 grow into that into the religion. Which I feel like me taking a step back for a year or two when I moved away because of those challenges that I spoke about. So because of the freedom, because of the you know being surrounded by all these you know, distractions and, and, and the, the challenges that come with it. Um, but at Handle, I always end up finding my way back to my faith. Um, and I feel at my best in terms of my football as well, when I'm praying, um, when I'm connecting with Allah, when I'm um, in, in those difficult times where I am facing challenges and, and hardship uh, to turn to Allah and ask him for guidance and, um I think definitely I, I would not be where I am today if, if I didn't have uh, my faith and my religion as, as a backbone to everything that I do. Um, and again, it's hard, so I'm not perfect. And I think as a young athlete or young Muslim, we're, we're not perfect, especially in a, in a society now, which is, um, which is just rapidly progressing where there's so much distraction. Um, but I feel like, you know, with, with having the right guidance around you, having the right people around you, um, I think, again, being a Muslim can only help you get better as not just as a as a person, but again, be as an athlete as well. Uh, guys, Hassan, Ali, anyone want to add anything to that? No, yeah, spot on. Spot on. Yeah, spot on. Exactly. It's uh, as you said. Okay. Go on. The uh, what about like in terms of. Um, for example, Ramadan and you have to, uh, Ramadan comes around. You're trying to train. You got to be fasting. Or for example, yeah. uh, you have a game, but you got salah uh, happening during it. How do you guys cope with those elements of being a, a Muslim, a Shia, and a football at the same time? How do you guys find that balance? To be honest, I think uh, like uh, when you're a footballer and you're fasting. For me, it's sometimes for people they say it's hard, this and that. But I would say like. I felt since the day I like I've been any yeah, fasting, like full on trying to fast since I was like uh, 14, 15, and I was playing 
uh, at the same time. And for me, I feel like it almost gives me uh, extra power. I feel like I feel more, I get more energy, even though you think like yeah. food, ah, you need food, you need water, but still, I feel like uh, it's something like uh, re religiously, like you feel something like, uh, I don't know, maybe it's only for me, but it's like this. No, I can, I can 100% relate. Um, I feel like I feel a lot lighter on the pitch. I feel a lot sharper, faster, because I play on an empty stomach. So it helps. You know, a lot of people say, oh, it's difficult and no water, no food. But for me, it helps. I've been doing it for a long time, since since about 10. I was fasting, so I'm I'm used to it now. Yeah, so let me ask you in, you know, you know, you know, I felt that as well, same as the boys. So whenever I've done Ramadan, especially last year, it's it's actually uh, again I've I felt that I think at times the most healthy and free I've ever felt on a football pitch, um and also just before we move on I also wanted to touch on just one more thing from the previous uh, question, um and it was just in regards to so I think sometimes when you face those challenges as as the boys will probably tell you say for example you've had a bad game or a bad performance or you've had bad criticism of a coach. Um, I think you know you hear this phrase all, all over the time, and it's you know like Dean over Dunya, and I I think I always end up coming back to that sometimes where it's like we get so caught up as athletes, especially because of how pressurized and how short our career span is, we get so caught up in um in achievements and accolades and reaching certain heights that sometimes we forget that that's not the most important thing. Um. And I think recently, as I'm getting a bit older now and maybe maturing as a person, as a footballer, I'm able to let go of, of those ideas a bit more easily now. And I'm able to give a perspective of, um, you know, whatever whatever Allah has planned for me or, or whatever's meant to be will be. And whether I play well, whether I don't play well, of course, I can do things to control it. But at the end of the day, not everything's within an athlete's control, especially as a Muslim athlete, I think that gives us a lot of power then and a lot of freedom then to to just enjoy it as as much as possible and and let uh, Allah just take care of the rest. Exactly. It's. I just want to say also is exactly what I was thinking about. It's like for me, I feel the power that Allah, uh, the the thing that Allah has written, it's only it's already written and uh, and uh, it's all about like. I would say it's a lot in football. It's also about sabr, and uh, I think like by the dean, you get a lot of sabr. You you were thinking that halas, the thing that Allah has written for you, it's meant for you, and the things that's not written for you, it's not meant for you. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, no, I totally agree with a lot. Um, I want to start this question um, talking to Ali Hamadi, and we'll kind of move on to you guys. Um. You guys have all discussed like the pressures involved in football. Um, the, there's different instances where we've had this conversation. And you've said something very profound to me, or uh, something that really stood out in terms of pressures. So I'm going to ask you guys each three different, uh, each a different question. So Ali Hamadi, you've talked about playing in a game where like it's a packed out stadium, and being at an all time high, and then difficulties of going back to an empty hotel room. Can you talk our fans through like that that challenge? Yeah, so I, I think I remember telling you, so I, I made, um, you know, I've played in some pretty big games. I'd say now I've played in World Cup qualifiers. I've played in, um, you know, League One games. I've been on the bench in the championship. So I've had kind of experiences where I've been in front of, you know, thousands of fans. And um, 
And the one that stuck with me the most was my League One debut. So we were up way at Plymouth. Um, this is when I was playing for Wickham Wanderers, and I just remember that just it was just so loud and so surreal. Um, and obviously that that's what you live for as a footballer. And I just remember going back to the to the hotel after and just just obviously praying and being on the prayer mat and then kind of just being in this complete silence and my ears were ringing and I just I just thought to myself that the adrenaline that I'd felt maybe an hour or two ago, I just went from being at this point to just this point um, in a matter of, of an hour. And it was really at that moment again when I was when I was praying, I was on the prayer mat, I was I felt a bit down in a way because it's kind of you want this feeling to last. Um and I think it's dangerous because as footballers we do experience these really um these really big highs and I think when you come off these highs and then you level out or sometimes you, you go from a high to, to even not to back to the middle, you go just lower than the high. So um yeah, that was a weird experience. And I think as a footballer when you're playing in front of thousands of fans and then just going back to this complete silence, I think again, um, being a Muslim really helps with that because it keeps perspective and and keeps you grounded and it keeps you um, just keeps you grounded and and focused on the right things um, and helps you deal with those highs and lows a, uh, a lot better than maybe someone who's not who's not a Muslim. Amazing, um, Hassan Ali. I've got a different question for you, but kind of they will follow a similar theme. Um, you had an incredible start to your career. You were 17 years old playing in the highest division in Sweden. You were playing uh, week in, week out. And then suddenly there's a change of manager. Uh, and it's about, well, I think you're 19 at this point or 18. Now suddenly you're not getting picked. You're doing all the right things in training, but the manager's not picking you. Uh, and this happened for a period of like six months where you kind of fell out of love with football, right? How, how difficult was that for you? And how did you get through it? <laughs> Yeah, it was when I was like uh, 19 and uh, yeah, nine, almost turning 20. And it was uh, the time when uh, we played two seasons first and then uh, we went out from the first league. Uh, then it came that period of time we were talking about. Uh, for me, it was really hard to be honest, uh, like getting this noticed, you can say, in Sweden and to get this like... Uh, uh, how do you say, like uh, accomplishments, everything everything you've been dreaming of doing. You play in the highest league, you're doing good. Uh, you have eyes on you from different teams abroad. Uh, and then out of nowhere, you just like we drop uh, to the second league and then not playing. Uh, it was a hard time. Uh, but uh, in the end, for me, it's uh, like... Like it will, it will happen sh shortly, and certainly it would happen in the future also. And and there will be many times where I don't play and and stuff. But I think there, it's it's where the faith comes in, and where I like the things that's written for me uh, gonna happen. And uh, I put my trust in Allah, and that's it. Yeah, I remember like. Um... Talking through you during, uh, talking with you during these points, and you're telling me, look, I know Allah's got a good plan for me, and you're just having that faith, and Subhanallah, look where you are now, um, just through that that sheer faith. Um, Ali Haider, my question again, similar theme. You, as as a youngster, you've had to kind of move out. You're living in digs for people who don't understand. That's basically where you're living in accommodation with essentially like um, 
someone looking out for you, uh, essentially. Yes. Um, how have you managed to like maintain being so far away from your family um, at such a young age? And um, how do you maintain your faith, like kind of having to raise yourself, essentially? Yeah, um, it's, it's really difficult. Um, I left straight away after high school. Straight away after high school, and a lot of the a lot of my my friends went was going going out, messing about, going to birthday parties and stuff like that. But I, I ended up coming to Stoke, and you know I'm here six days a week. Um, I go back home for about twelve, thirteen hours, and, and I'm back up here the next day. So it's pretty it's pretty difficult. It's pretty difficult, but you know I've got I've got um I've got a really good family, so I just speak to them quite a lot. Um. Obviously, I'm, I got I got good um, good friends, good close friends. I speak to them on a frequent level, so um, which that keeps me going um, in terms of my faith. Um, obviously, I, I pray five times a day. Um, Ramadan's coming soon, so I'll be I'll be fasting, and I've got uh, I've got to explain it to the to the lady that I live with how it works and stuff like that. So it's challenging, but it's a it's a challenge that I'm looking forward to. Guys, um, unfortunately, that's all we have time for. But genuinely, I could sit and talk uh, for hours with you uh, about all these amazing topics. Thank you so much for your time. And thank you guys at home for watching. Inshallah, you learned something new. Inshallah, you looked at football from a different perspective. And for anyone actually pursuing a career in football, all the best. Thank you and assalamu alaikum. Thank you very much. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you. Awesome.